0: What's up, guys? It's Donna here and Holly. And you're listening to teaser talk.
1: switch. gonna do the same
0: What's going on, everyone? It's Holly here, and I am super excited slash stoked about this interview. Today we are with Matthew a.k.a. Eden Boy from 616. Welcome, Matthew.
1: Hey, what's up?
0: So, I am super excited about this. You guys are, yeah, I can't wait to get into it. But for those who might not have heard of the band just yet, can you kind of get a brief overview of the band and the style of your music that you guys perform?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, 616 is a love metal band from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And, uh, yeah we have like the hymn influence and you know the 69 eyes goth rock style but we started a year ago and uh, i had some songs that i've been writing for like the past two years my uh, dear friend adam didier i started the band with him and then i had my uh, friend who's from north dakota fargo and uh, he wanted to be bassist in the band he joined we still have yet to find a drummer which i will release to you on this radio show today yeah, we're just a love metal band. We just put out our first song, "One Way to Love," in our first music video, and it blew up overnight. Basically, it's pretty fucking rad.
0: It is way rad because, like, like you said, you guys literally blew up overnight. And I want to talk about this because the first time I had heard about you guys um, was the same way I would heard about from him, which was Bam Margera, and it was just crazy to see. I mean, like, you guys got exposed to what? I mean, at least two million followers, like, instantly and then repeatedly. So how did you get connected with BAM?
1: Well, I always looked up to the guy, and uh, he's actually the guy who introduced me to the band, him, like I was watching the CKY movies and stuff when I was younger. I was in the process of making an album. I write love metal music, and uh, I was in my last year, uh, senior year in high school. I wanted to wrap the album up and get my music heard by him. So I said, fuck it. I signed myself out of high school. I jumped on a plane to Pennsylvania with my album, flew into Philadelphia and uh, stayed at like some shitty rugged hotel. Woke up in the hotel the next day and walked like eight miles to his parents' house with like a box of CDs and a bunch of shirts and merch and stuff. Because I thought if I just mail him an album, it's going to get tossed with the rest. I was like, if I just fly out and go out there and, make sure they like he got this album and knew that this kid from Milwaukee flew all the way to Pennsylvania to give him this album. I was like, it has 10 times better chances of getting heard. So I did that. He ended up hearing my music and loving it. And I ended up getting a call from Bali, Australia one day telling me to jump on a tour bus with him.
0: That's insane. So, you know, when you go there with this box, how were mm. you greeted at the door? Like, i just curious as how all that went down.
1: <laughs> um... His aunt Booth, uh, who I'm really close with, ended up answering the door. And she was like, yeah, hi, who are you? I was like, oh, I'm, my name's Matt Lidwin. Uh, I make music, and I came here to drop off my CDs for uh, Bam, you know? And she's just like, oh, he's not home. He's on, like, vacation or whatever. And she was like, oh, come on in. So I came in the house, and Ape and Phil were there. And I was like, oh, hi, guys. And they were, like, the nicest people you could ever imagine, like, They're just like, oh, do you want a soda? Would you like a sandwich? And I was like, wow, like, you guys are fucking sweet as hell. And uh, they ended up putting on my CD and, like, jamming it while I was in there. And they were just like, yeah, this is good music and whatnot. And I was, like, just blown away that that all happened. And the fact that uh, they actually made sure Bam got to hear my CD was, like, the best ever. Like, Like, that whole family, they are, like the biggest sweethearts
0: they're very authentic uh, for sure and i think it's amazing how like literally you took that leap of faith you hopped on that airplane i mean shit people aren't they're reluctant to even like dm this guy let alone you know walk to his house to give him cds so kudos to you
1: (laughs) yeah thanks yeah but it ended up working out we became like really good friends through it all and then he was like i want you to do this song by uh this band called the pussy bats one night uh, while we were just chilling in his castle. He was like, it's called Dance with the Devils. When you go back to Milwaukee, record it, and then send it to me. And uh, I did it. And I sent it to him. He was like, this fucking kid. He was just like, this song is the best fucking song ever. He loved it. And he was like, it's going to go on my eavesdroppers album. Like, I don't know. A lot of crazy shit has happened.
0: Actually, you guys weren't an overnight success because <laughs> it seems like you put on a lot of freaking work to get to where you guys are at.
1: yeah. But that was like the band Eden at the time. and Now yeah. 616 is all, is all new guys. It's, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I put in the work for sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, what a hell of a story. I mean, I, I know it's funny because, you know, a lot of people, it's easy to send them messages or whatever. But, I mean, how many people, uh, you know, oversaturate the, those inboxes with, hey, listen to my music. Hey, do you like him? Listen to this. Hey, do you like so-and-so? Listen to this. But, like, mm-hmm. you literally was like, Deuce's high school. I got bigger things to do. I'm going to hop on this plane and freaking stay in this hotel. Walk. That's an incredible story. I love that.
1: Yeah. And then it like got me the chances to record songs with Chad I Ginsburg from CKY. I did some Mm -hmm. stuff with him as well. And then now I'm working with John Fryer who, who produced him. And I was on Bam's Eavesdroppers album. That came out, and there was like like him members on there, and 69 Eyes members, and Lacrimis uh members. I don't know. It's just it's really crazy. Like all because I took a plane and gave it the balls and dropped off some CDs, and it all worked out. I guess
0: <laughs> that's an incredible story. Like I love it.
1: That's yeah. super.
0: So you know, with that, obviously that that exposure and you know blowing up 616 overnight you guys have a super strong social media following in such a short time right. and i know you've been working on collecting some questions from the fans so are you ready to take some questions from your fans yes sweet okay cool well first i want to ask a question how did you get your nickname uh novak and
1: bam came up with that name you know like i said my first name uh for my first band was eden and uh I had like the name Matthew Eden for a while. So I don't know, just one drunken night, Novak was like, yo, Eden boy. And it just kind of stuck, I guess. So oh,
0: That's incredible. Well, cool. Yeah. I appreciate you clearing the air on that because I was like curious. I was like, man, this is, like a crazy story, but it may make sense for sure.
1: Yeah. And then everyone just started calling me on it and I just kind of gave up. So I was like, okay, it's Eden boy. <laughs> I,
0: I, you embraced uh, it yeah, yeah yeah okay cool so let's go with fan question number one now this is going to be from alan 111483 he asked what's your favorite hymn song
1: oh man i get asked that like 40 times a day um i can't say because i love every single song that they've ever did and every single album but if i had to pick one i would probably go death is in love with us off of Razorblade romance That's probably, I think every song on that album is pure gold. So that, but that's the one I'm going to go with. Death is in love with us off Razor Blade Romance.
0: I love it. Is that going to be your favorite album too, as well from the hymn hymn albums?
1: Yes. That's why I chose the uh, (laughs) producer, John Fryer, that I worked with on One Way to Love. He did that album.
0: Amazing. I mean, like what a dream come true. Like, you know what I mean? Like to see you literally take that in and have a passion for that music that style and then just freaking go for it and now you're working with the producers that have done that that's amazing
1: yeah it's it's almost unreal to me like a lot of this is all unreal to me it still is because it happened so quick and now i'm sitting here and working on an album that he's gonna produce and it's like holy shit you know i didn't think it was gonna happen like if you were to tell me that back when i was 18 i'd be like okay all right (laughs) you know bullshit but no i'm super grateful for it all
0: that's so awesome okay cool let's get to the next question this Mm -hmm. is from Jay Wright underscore zero eight what's the when's the song with bam coming out
1: uh we actually just took care of that today uh we had to uh get some information of his sent over to spotify and apple and uh yeah it should be out within like two or three days so
0: nice what's that song called
1: dance with the devils it that's the song he told me to uh cover when I was on that trip over by him. He told me to cover the song by the Pussy Bats called Dance with Devils. and I did it and he loved it and
0: yeah. So That's super that. awesome. Now, yep. is that going to be a 616 song or I'm just trying to figure out like how can listeners tune into that one?
1: Yeah, you just go on Spotify, look under 616 and it'll be up there.
0: Sweet. We'll definitely make sure to check that one out. Yep. Okay, cool. So now we've got uh Suspiria White. Oh, I'm sorry. Suspiria Snow White ask, how is your brother doing in Russia?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Um, he's not my like blood brother, but he I'm really close with the guy. His name is Ivan. For, last time I talked to him, I think it was like maybe like a month ago. He seems to be doing uh, pretty well. And uh, I don't know, he's a big uh, Eden and 616 supporter. He like runs fan pages over there and stuff. He's an awesome dude.
0: That's super so, cool.
1: Yeah, he's doing pretty well.
0: That's amazing to see that you guys are already having that, like, you know, you're obviously U.S.-based, but seeing that Russian, like, fan base starting to get created and fan pages, it's definitely, I'm sure, surreal for you.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, it, like I said, it, yeah, really unreal. I would have never thought any of this was going to happen.
0: <laughs> I, I love it. Okay, cool. So, Denny Zombie asks, are you single or taken?
1: Oh, I'm definitely single. I plan on staying single till I'm like 40.
0: You don't need that distraction right now.
1: (laughs) Nah, no, not right now. And I think like, and if you get a girlfriend when you're in, you know, in a rock band, then the chase is kind of off for all the other ladies. So no, I just want to, yeah, I just want (laughs) to, I I just want to have fun and, you know, just enjoy all the time that I possibly can before. I don't know. I just, right now is the time to take care of business and do what I have to do. So and I don't want to put anybody, you know, second because the music is first right now.
0: I love that. That's awesome. Way to mm-hmm. be honest with yourself. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Okay, cool. So Peyton Barbers ask, when will there be an album?
1: That's gonna happen in spring uh 2020. Maybe at probably at latest Halloween 2020.
0: As much as I love Halloween in that time of year, I'm rooting for spring 2020. <laughs>
1: everyone is but it's like so like we have so many songs it's so hard to choose like we have everything demoed and recorded right now i think we have 10 songs demoed and recorded but half of them fit the album and half of them don't so and it, we want to make it like the like it's going to be our first album and i want to put out the best possible thing for everyone you know so for sure I, well, I, i'm and- i'm shooting for spring but is going to be definitely the deadline.
0: Very cool. That springs the stretch goal, but you you you'll be okay with it if it comes out through Halloween. I love it. Right. I mean, how does that process of elimination occur? Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure you're going to get it's it's your guys's first album. You guys are super stoked and I'm sure you guys want to send it out with perfection, but how does that process of elimination of the songs occur?
1: Basically, like with a good album, you want everything to flow into each other perfectly. Like there's, there's good songs, but we can't, there's no place to fit them in maybe as bonus tracks or something, but I just kind of want the album to really flow. Like, even with like, just like the song titles. Cause I also do a thing where I mention like song titles and different songs that aren't that title. So I like, it's almost like creating a, a story. So, mm-hmm. and if, if like one song can throw off that whole story, so uh, basically, I just know how to make this right. And I'm not <laughs> going to put no bullshit in between.
0: Well, that's awesome. I'm sure the fans will definitely appreciate that. That high yeah. standard that you have for it.
1: And I don't think there's going to be a soft song on the CD either. I think it's just going to be a straight up rock and roll album.
0: Oh, really? That's interesting. Well, that's awesome.
1: Like we wanted to do the whole slow ballad type, at least one song on there. But I was like, let's it was like you know, let's start it on a hard note and end on a hard note. I think that's the best way to do it.
0: Hell yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. So next question is gonna be from Ozareth the Great. Your question is, where does your fashion come from? I personally love it.
1: A mixture between Philip Bowell, Ozzy Osbourne, and Jim Morrison.
0: Very yeah. nice choices.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that's definitely where it all comes from.
0: Have you ever thought, like, you know, with this exposure, and obviously your your focus is going to be on your music, but, you know, maybe further down the line of thinking of getting into, like, clothing lines or creating your own line, I'm just thinking of all those revenues that you guys Yeah.
1: Have. Yeah, actually, it's been already talked about. I talked to about it with my guitarist, Adam Didier, and uh, we want to come out with just our own Trident company, like our logo. Mm-hmm do a clothing line through that and uh because that logo i've had it since like 2012 and it's like it's it's almost kind of like it's starting to basically be a heartogram like people Mm -hmm. are getting it tattooed and shit on them now and it's been happening since about 2012 but uh i don't know i just love that logo so much i don't i don't know i mean coming up with the clothing line
0: I think it'd be awesome if you think about it, like, um, you know, if you think about Jay-Z or if you're familiar with ver- vertical integration strategies you're thinking about, okay, so you guys are the rock and roll band mm-hmm. and people that are going to go to your show, obviously wear clothes or may not, I don't know. But if they do wear clothes, um, you know, you might as well be the people who also sell them the clothes too, that are also coming to there. So right. just, it's just something to think about for sure. I know obviously you guys have a lot going on, but
1: yeah, me and Adam have definitely talked about it. And it's kind of like the whole Ollie Sykes thing when he started drop dead back in the day. Now he's got that and it's massive.
0: Mm -hmm. It's community, right? It's, it's it's more than just the music it's creating and cultivating that community of fans and, and really catering to what they're wanting from you guys. I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, cool. Let's move on to the next question. So this is from Elizabeth underscore glam makeup. How, or I'm sorry. Why did him inspire you and the band?
1: Basically, I heard their album when I was like 13. I heard Razorblade Romance, and I fell in love with the band. I, I found out about them through like Bam CKY movies. And uh, after I heard them, I just fell in love with the music so much. It got me into like you know Edgar Allan Poe, HP Lovecraft, like really dark poetry. And uh, I love the Villas lyrics. I love like the whole sentimental side of the music, but it's still being really rock and roll. And uh, I just. My dad gave me a drum set when I was a kid and he bought me a guitar and I just started writing my own like poems and making them like lyrics and started, I don't know, just basically starting to write love metal music at the age of 14. And uh, yeah, that band has always been my main influence. But uh, we get a lot of shit like people will be like, oh, you're ripping them off or you're doing this and that. But uh, I think the influence is there, but definitely not ripping anybody off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's not like you guys are taking their songs and doing them and making them your own or taking rights to things that they have, have maybe not released or anything like that. Like you guys are literally doing your own thing. I mean, how many bands have influences from outside sources? I feel like it's, it's just a circle of life.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like, and if you listen like to tons of music now, like there's so many bands that sound like Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So, there's like so many bands and like love metal is a genre. You know, like Black Sabbath has its own, you know, it's just what you're influenced by, you know, we'll probably, you know, change it up, you know, somewhere, somehow down the line. But right now we're just sticking to the love metal roots and doing it that way.
0: That is awesome. Okay. So this next one is not really a question, but more of a statement. So exceptional dot trash says, marry me.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, if we're both in Las Vegas at the right time, we have enough you know, booze, I guess. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Robert1991 says, will you cover a hymn song when in, when love and death embrace or something?
1: No, we won't be doing any hymn covers, sadly. I did one, but it's not released. I did For You by the band him. And Bam also sang on that one, too no the band won't be doing any covers of him sadly no it's just with being like the first love metal band to really get you know out there since like him and stuff like that not the first but you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's, be- that's being pushed by the guy who pushed the band him yeah. um i just don't think it's a necessary thing to be covering him at this time Maybe like, maybe at a show or something, we might throw one in the set list as like an encore song or something like that, but nah, it's not. We're just working on the album and worrying about that stuff right now.
0: Totally, understand that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, Shelley Misfits ask, what's the last song you listened to today?
1: "Small Town Boy by Paradise Lost.":
0: Nice.: That's the last nice.
1: Song. Yeah, they're a Goth rock band, too. and Goth metal.
0: Okay, cool. So Kyle Vaughn asks, are we getting another single anytime soon?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, original coming from us. uh, Well, the fires are burning pretty hot right now with all the publicity over in Finland. So me and Adam are hitting the studio in like a week and a half, and we're going to be putting out a new song. It should be out probably within the next four weeks. And as for the BAM song that'll be out like i said probably in like two to three days the dance with the devil song
0: love that so you guys are definitely i mean catching some eyes not just here within the us we said you've been featured recently i know i've seen you share some articles and things that you've been featured in how does that how's like i mean how surreal is that that's amazing
1: i didn't see that coming at all like when we first got our first article over in finland i like I was blown away, even though, like, it kind of concentrated on a lot of Bam Margera. The fact that we even got mentioned over in Canada mm-hmm. is, is massive. And now the biggest magazine slash newspaper over there just talked about us saying uh, the new Villavallo and, you know, like the new him. You know, look at these guys. Here's their music video. And uh, I'm getting a lot of shit for it. Everyone's like, oh, who the fuck does he think he is by trying to be Villavalo?
0: It's well, like, I mean, of course you're going to have that static, that noise. I mean, but right, it's merely right. their opinion, right? So, I mean. Right,
1: and it's just the comments on YouTube, so mm-hmm. I, I, could care, I could care less about it. Plus, you need haters, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. They're just helping expo- getting more exposure for you guys. I love it. Right, right. So, David.Lewis2020 asks, How did you get into the music business?
1: I actually didn't know shit about the music, like music business until like these past two years. That's when I finally started doing things correctly because like the past eight years, I just made music and threw it up on YouTube. Now it's kind of like, okay, uh, there's copyrights involved, you know, and then Mm -hmm. there's the people who collect the money to, you know, give you your check. It's a lot more shit than like, you would think of. I used to just make songs and throw them up on iTunes to get, you know, the little iTunes paycheck or whatever. But now it's a lot different. But just getting involved in the music business was simply just always just having a love for music and just putting the shit out and seeing how much people appreciated, to, you know, to keep me going. If it weren't for everyone to be like, hell yeah, this song is fucking changing my life or doing this for me or, you know, I love you guys so much I, I don't know if I'd be putting music out. But it's all thanks to the fans that keep me going and keep the guys going.
0: That's awesome. And it sounds like, too, you've, you've learned a lot of, you know, hands-on how-to whenever you were on tour, too, I'm sure with Fuck Face and
1: Yeah. Like I said, Bam showed me the ropes. Like, he made me run the merch table. You know, I got to actually see how it was to perform in front of big crowds because my band was only, like, playing bars here in Milwaukee. And, yeah, he showed me a lot how to tour work. You know, it's – I don't know. I loved it. I was a bit intimidated, though, when I was on that bus. It was fucking crazy for how young I was.
0: <laughs> how old were you again when you were on that bus?
1: I think I just turned 20.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm and it sure was, you got exposed to a lot of cool stuff there. For such Yeah, a-
1: like I had probably some of the best times being on that bus.
0: Now I'm sure you're going to get the opportunity to do the same thing from somebody else who's aspiring to be where you are right now, you know? Absolutely. Love it. Okay, cool. So the next question is from Filthy Underground Music. How did he learn to play the guitar?
1: Um I just learned by like notes. I don't I seriously don't even know what like a C or G or B chord is. I just played by sound my entire life. That's awesome. And, yeah, my dad just bought me one because I would I wanted one and I just started learning how to play like your classics like Iron Man and, you know, Smoke on the Water and shit and then I just Started figuring out, like, okay, this sounds like that. I'd, like, play along the songs, and i just figure the stuff out, and then I started figuring out how to just write my own shit. So, yeah, that's how
0: it all worked. Pure talent. I dig it. Thanks. So, next question is from Ashton Lancaster, 23. How does Matthew do his hair?
1: Oh. um, I just put this fucking wax shit in it.
0: Well, you got to tell brand because, of course, everyone's going to know. They want to know details.
1: Yeah. Hold on. I got to go see what the hell this is. It's literally <laughs> like putting candle wax in your hair almost. It's pretty heavy duty shit. It's by Kevin Murphy and it's called Rough Rider.
0: Rough Rider. I like it.
1: I think there used to be condoms named Rough Riders back in the day. <laughs>
0: that's an interesting brand i'm not sure
1: i, I think feel- it was like the gas station ones for like a book in the dispenser i'm pretty sure yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome yeah oh man okay so Valentina values says how do you do your eye makeup
1: oh um i just use a stick of eyeliner and just Take it on and smear it with my finger till it looks decent.
0: It sounds like you need to start a YouTube channel with all these beauty questions that you're getting.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe I should do a little tutorial video.
0: Like a behind the scenes. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. No, I probably will never do that because I, I <laughs> do my, like absolute shit.
0: <laughs> okay, so jab Z underscore A. I'm sure I'm his name, sorry. Hmm. UK tour, yeah question mark
1: yeah united kingdom tour yeah 2021 germany's been hitting me up pretty hot uh the germans uh a label hit me up from germany they want us over there um sweden wants us on spotify finland wants us to like we're like we're bigger over there than we are here like all over there like all over the like on the other side of the pond We're fucking huge over there. But, yeah, we're going to be touring all that shit in 2021. We're going to do the U.S. tour in 2020. And then, yeah, see how shit goes, and we'll be over there.
0: That's awesome. I mean, are you handling all that you guys yourself, or do you have, like, a manager that you're starting to go through so that all that stuff's getting teed up?
1: I'm actually finally, after yesterday, I'm finally uh, able to announce our manager. His name is Charlie Erasmus
0: you guys recently just dropped a huge announcement didn't you
1: yeah we ended up getting gas lipstick drummer of him to uh drum on our new single that's gonna be coming out called cinderella valentine i'm fucking blown away because i've always looked up to him my whole life and have seen what seen him live probably about i don't know 15 times and now like we're working with their drummer so and they're my favorite band and i look up to Vallo, you know shit ton he's but he's my biggest influence in music and uh knowing that you know we got a member of him to you know play on one of our songs it it fucking blows me away i never thought that would ever happen
0: that's amazing and i know like gas is such a an amazing drummer how freaking exciting is that how did that all happen how did you guys get him on your on your uh, new single
1: we just released uh one way to love and the music video. It's like our, you know, late first release and latest release. I sent the video to Bam and uh, he ended up being like, holy fuck, like this music video is great. And he was like, send me some clips to put on Instagram. I was like, hell yeah. So I sent him a couple clips and uh, it went bonkers and people ended up loving it. And I had a guy come to me. His name is Charlie and uh, now my manager and he's like, i've never heard any bands pull off you know doing love metal like this like you guys are doing it like very genuinely you know instead of like totally just ripping it off like he's just like you guys actually pulled off playing love metal without ripping the band him off and uh he loved it and he was like yeah well i'm really good friends with gas and his wife and i was like oh really he's just like yeah we should uh, get him to drum on Uh, one of your songs. I was like, well, we got this new song called Cinderella Valentine that's going to be coming out. Maybe he'd like to do drums on there. He was like, yeah, send it to me. So I sent it to him. He ended up loving the track so much, sent it over to uh, Gas's wife, and Gas heard it, and he was like, oh, hell yeah. I love this. This is great. And I was like, what? And uh, Gas was just like, yeah, I'll do the drums over here in Helsinki at Pinbox Studios. I'm like, this is fucking unreal. No way. So, yeah, my manager hooked that up. Yeah. That
0: that's amazing to hear. Um, so Joe, your next question is from Joe Honel B666. What is your favorite ghost song?
1: Uh, which image? Which image? That's probably yeah, off their newest album. That's probably the most badass song that Tobias has ever written. I, I think so, but Ritual is good too.
0: Ritual and, is and, good. Yeah. yeah,
1: ritual, yeah. That song is amazing. And it's crazy how big those guys are now. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing them in a small little club in Madison, Wisconsin, here years ago. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, props. Yeah, Yeah. props to those guys.
0: I mean, they've definitely embraced their identity, their community. I mean, it's just amazing to see when bands, like, it's cool to watch bands, like, go from, like, you know, watching them in a small crowd, and you're like, these guys are going to go fucking places. And then you see. Like, yep, I remember watching them. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So your next question is from auto underscore tunes underscore official. How is your day?
1: My day is really good. It started off really well. I, I have a fucked up sleep schedule though. Other than that, yeah, it's been great. All I've, all I've been doing is just I work with my manager basically eight hours of the day and the other hours go into me and Adam getting stuff ready for like the online store and that's coming out in a week and then working with the Baron Souls t-shirt company like there's a lot of stuff that we've been working on constantly
0: yeah I mean it's more than just music right that's awesome
1: yeah other than that I don't know I don't have a job right now so I get to concentrate on all the music shit so it's it's nice I love it
0: that is awesome you get to fully have all your attention towards it so you're not having to have some BS distraction kind of affect your mood and therefore you kind of get discouraged. So that's awesome. Right on. Cool. So your next question is from Wiz Frozen. Question is, what's your favorite ramen noodle flavor?
1: That's such a weird question because
0: <laughs> it's a ran- but- the most <laughs> random question award goes to. But the fact
1: that that got like, like, in the questions list, the fact that that happened right now, when I just had a conversation with my guitarist Adam yesterday about how obsessed I am with ramen noodles, but not not like the ones from, like, you know, the store. I go to, like, the Japanese restaurants and buy these. Amazing-
0: like the legit ones.
1: Yeah. And, like, I eat, like, four of them a day, which is terrible because it's all salt. But um, I'd have to say kimchi. That That's the top. Yeah, that's the best one. That's top-notch.
0: Man, I love me some like regular kimchi. So I'm sure that would be phenomenal.
1: Yes. Yes. It'd probably be even a good idea to even add that, like the real kimchi into the kimchi one. Or Maybe it'd be too kimchi. I don't know.
0: That might be too much. I don't know if the world's ready for that. Ah. <laughs> okay. So the next question is from XOXO Adriana. What's the songwriting process like?
1: Um, It's fairly simple. Like when I start working on, like the last song, Cinderella Valentine, that's gonna be coming out in November, I sat on my bed for 10 minutes and I wrote it on the acoustic guitar. And then I just set up my microphone on my recording thing and I recorded it. And it took me like a total of a half an hour to have the demo to send over to Adam. And it was done. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So something like it's like the best songs happen in like 10 minutes. And the ones I sit there and work on for a lifetime. Are nowhere near as good. I don't know why it's like that. Basically, I just pick up the acoustic guitar, hum the stuff out, start writing the lyrics, and then make a catchy song, and it's ready to go.
0: You know, I remember seeing somewhere that you had literally like done it yourself, paid for your music video on One Way to Love. How freaking awesome is that for you to like put in all that work and and you know on your dime on your time, and mm-hmm. it's just like it is. You just you triggered that thought from you seeing the Cinderella Valentine music video. And I was thinking like, wait a minute. I remember them talking about, it might've been bam or somebody talking about how like you went out and self self self-produce everything.
1: When we started talking about the band, when it was just in the talks with me, Adam and cam, I was like, if we're going to do this band. Let's just come out swinging with the first song in the first video instead. And we're not going to play no bar shows. We're not going to play no small ass bullshit. If we're going to get booked, let's book a festival and put out the best, Music quality, everything we want, we want it all the best. We just worked our shitty jobs and got the right producer behind us. And then I got a hold of John Fryer. He was in. He loved the music. He produced it. And then uh, the music video, we were gonna like do half of what, it, like what you see. Like I was like, no, we need to get all the lighting possible. We need everything to be good. If we're gonna do it, we're gonna go full blown. And we did that. And look at what happened.
0: I mean, it was definitely well done. If you guys haven't checked it out, go hop over to YouTube and type in One Way to Love, like official music video, 616 or whatever. And it'll. It, I'm definitely impressed. You guys did a great job on that one.
1: Thank you. And there was like a lot of other people, you know, involved. Well, for sure. Well, like,
0: yeah, this,
1: Yeah. 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 We just came out swinging with this one. And this next one, Cinderella Valentine, like I said, people are going to be a little shaken up over it.
0: I love it. You definitely set the bar high on that first one. So you've got to shake us up on these other ones.
1: <laughs> we are actually, I'll be in Las Vegas in October and I'm working with a guy. He's a Canadian guy. His name is Pascal and uh, he's a French dude. And he wanted me to write a song for his movie. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. He sent me over the idea and I started working with him. And now we're, he's filming us two music videos in Vegas and Death Valley.
0: That's awesome. That's super Yeah, so
1: awesome. we, we're going to have three music videos coming out within the next, like, four months.
0: I love it. You guys are mm-hmm. definitely right, like, using that momentum that you have. And it's not like, okay, we're just going to sit back and watch it. Like, you guys are still hustling and cranking out content.
1: Yeah, we're going for, like, the whole music video for each song and make a DVD and CD thing. Love it. Yeah.
0: Okay, so your next question is from i.ora. The question is, what's your favorite moment in your career?
1: that's that's fucking hard probably the day i got called by bam margera and him wanting me to ju- jump on tour with him
0: I bet. yeah that's definitely the defining moment
1: yeah it, and it was like out of the blue like i haven't th- like I, I met him once like at that cky show or whatever and hung out with him at his house and stuff like that and then i just went home and just did that song and then when i got a call being like you're going on tour with me it's like wait what yeah Yeah, what like holy shit yeah so that phone call was definitely the most memorable
0: i mean i think that just goes to show it's like you never know who's watching and paying attention just because they're not like interacting with you on a day-to-day basis but if you just keep putting out good shit and you keep like you know putting in the hard work that stuff does not go unnoticed for sure
1: no definitely not that's why like when i did like the first steps of just going to just make my album and go all the way there to give it to him that showed me after the results like that I got out of it to just do everything 110%. Because if you don't do it 110%, then you're not going to get that back.
0: That's very true. Okay, so your last question is from Murder Pie 13 How do you feel about people who hate, quote unquote, hate your music just because it sounds like him?
1: I guess thank you. I mean, they took their time to listen to the song and watch the video. So thanks. I don't, I don't know. You got to have haters, you know, to basically be a big band because they're the ones who talk the most but I don't know it's whatever they want to think they can say whatever they want all of that I can say is 616 is here to stay and we're not going nowhere and we ain't changing
0: I love that and you know if you think about it too from this perspective like people are comparing you or identifying you to him I mean like I'm sure there's a lot of bands out there. I know there's a lot of bands out there that has the influence from him, but how mm-hmm. many people put them in the same category? Like, that's a huge freaking compliment, no matter however, you, no matter which way you put it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It's kind of like a dream in a way. I mean, yeah. people comparing me, like, oh, he tries way too hard to be like Villaballo and his hair looks like Villaballo's or whatever. It's like, well, thank you. You are comparing me to my idol. So, nah. They're still listening to the music, so... That's people are gonna say shit no matter what. So
0: that means that they're consuming it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they're probably in their room listening to it right now. <laughs> that fuck you to me. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, they probably had their own hymn-inspired band that didn't get anywhere.
1: It could be that, or you know, they're probably trying to make love metal too. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cool. So you know, I appreciate you taking the time to answer all those questions, and I'm, I know the fans do too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's talk about your guys' single that you do currently have released out, the one that really put you guys on the map and kind of, you know, exploded this whole thing. And it's it's funny because I actually instantly became obsessed with it, and it's titled One Way to Love. And, you know, I'm obviously a huge Hymn fan, and um, I actually got to catch them on their farewell tour with CKY. So mm-hmm. I just love seeing somebody who's, like, keeping this thing alive because it's kind of like sad it was a sad moment after that was over
1: yeah it was a sad moment i'll tell you something so i had tickets to that tour okay and uh i went out to i bought them for the philadelphia show uh-huh well i went all the way to philadelphia to get drunk in a hotel and miss the show
0: oh <laughs> shit <laughs> that's you missed a good show i caught it in dallas um so i know the philadelphia one had been off the charts even much more of a banger because of where it was at but yeah um it was an amazing show. I mean, like literally it was just, yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been seeing them since 2005 and uh, I did meet Phil of once. That's I awesome. met him. Yeah. I met him here in Kenosha. I met the whole band. They're really nice guys.
0: Well, listeners tuning in are in for a treat because we're actually going to take a listen to your single right now on this episode of teaser talk. So you guys enjoy the six one six single of one way to love. <laughs> Okay, you guys, that was the 616 single, One Way to Love. So make sure to go out and give it some love. And Matthew, where can they go out and and listen to this song?
1: Uh, You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, You can get it on Amazon. And you can tell your stupid little fucking Alexa thing to say 616, One Way to Love. Because that's the only way that fucking thing will play it. (laughs) Uh, It's also on Bandcamp. And I think it's going to be on Google Play and Pandora
0: soon. Love it. And it's also obviously on YouTube, too. You guys can go in there and music video that we were just talking about. For sure. Okay, so before I let you go, as you might be aware, we enjoy playing games uh, with our guests here on the show. So we have one designed just for you. Just wanted to see if you're in on it. I am. Love it. So it's going to be – this one is called Disney Quote or Hymn Lyric. So the rules are gonna be simple. I will read a line and you've just gotta guess if it's a hymn lyric or if it's a Disney movie quote.
1: If I get one of these wrong, I'm gonna be pissed. Okay, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. Right. And I'm not
0: gonna lie, like I made this thing pretty challenging. All right, bring it on. All right, so let the games begin. First one we have is, I have just met you and I love you.
1: That's Disney.
0: For sure, it's Doug from Up, it's a Disney quote. Hmm. Okay. So I'll mark that one as a right. Next up, quote unquote, our drama is put on display along with a dove stuffed in a coffin of glass entitled love and lust and the Holy ghost.
1: That's him. That's like St. Valentine.
0: Look at you. It is. And I actually threw in an extra and so bonus points for getting that. Cause I added my own lyrics to that lyric. <laughs> hmm. So you're two for two. You're on a roll. All right. Next one is, of moments of calm before the storm, my heart so violently beats along.
1: Uh, bu- bu- That's all lips go blue. Look at I- you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So the next one is, I'd rather die tomorrow than live 100 years without knowing you.
1: The 100 years threw me off because that ain't him. That's definitely Disney.
0: It is. It was John Smith from Pocahontas. Oh, okay. And, like, it's not fair to you either because I'm, like, the worst at, like, reading lyrics. Like, I, it's just not a natural thing for me. So, like, you're having
1: – That was, that was a little thrown close, off. though. I had it was a little close. I was, like, <laughs> the 100 years, I was, like, I've never heard 100 years in him before. Yeah, so you caught me off guard. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, so you're four for four. Next up, people always do crazy things when they're in love.
1: That's Disney.
0: That's For sure. It was okay. Meg from Hercules.
1: Really? I don't even think I've even seen that movie. You
0: haven't seen Hercules? Like
1: the no. Cartoon? Oh, my God. I've i never even seen The Lion King.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, as soon as we get off here, I challenge you to go to Netflix, eBay, wherever you got to go and go get Hercules and Lion King because – that shit is my jam. I'm not going to lie.
1: I just feel like I've gone too far.
0: You probably have. Because, like, if I was to watch it as an adult, I'd probably think, oh, this is weird. But, like, you know, that's true. You have to be impacted as a cat as a child.
1: Yeah. Like I was watching, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies when I was a kid. You were like one that. of
0: those kids. I like yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. All the Friday the 13th and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Child's play. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, next up. Your words tickle like angels' wings clipped. Disney. Wow, you got that one wrong. That's actually a hymn. It's when what? love starts to die. Oh. Your, your words tickle like angels' wings clipped.
1: See, when I heard the word tickled. Yeah, I, I looking, know. Tickled. That You got me. You got me. Wow. All right.
0: But you're still up five for six. So okay. I'm still rooting right. for you. All right. Next one up is... I did it all just for her and Love Wants Us Dead.
1: Oh yeah, that's Poison Girl by him.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, the way I'm reading it, it's probably really throwing you off, but you got it, good job. All right, thanks. Next up, and I look at you and I'm home.
1: This one's hard. I look at you and I'm home? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is actually, uh, I'm gonna go with him?
0: That one is wrong. Uh, that is Disney movie. It's finding it's uh Dory from Finding Nemo. Oh.
1: They
0: okay. look at you and I'm home. I don't remember that part, but, you know. Yeah. It does not sound just, like you watch much of Disney movies either. <laughs> no. N- no, no, but
1: just like Bill always uh like uses the word home in his like mm-hmm. a lot of his lyrics, so I know yeah, that's
0: I why I threw it in there to throw you off.
1: Yeah, this yeah, you're getting me. I didn't think it was going to Man, you're actually getting me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this next one is, I've seen you breathe life into the weakest of hearts and heard you scream out loud the sweetest poem. I'll read that one more time to you.
1: Yeah, I I know. I've
0: seen you breathe life into the weakest of hearts. I know it's him. There you go. Yep, it is. Yep. That was a dying song from him. Okay. Next up, my dream wouldn't be complete without you in it. Disney. It is, it's the princess and the frog. Good job. Yeah. Next one. Can't you see my darling? The harder I try, the more we grow apart.
1: That's operation blade romance. I was trying to figure out the song name.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I love you from him. Okay. Next up, waiting for the calm to soothe our hearts. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, for sure. That's an easy one. Yes. <laughs> okay, so this one might be a tricky one. I'm just gonna give you a heads up. For it is plain as anyone can see. We're simply meant to be.
1: That's Disney.
0: It is, it's um, from The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's Jack Skeleton and Sally.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's in their little song that they sing. Okay, next one is, I was waiting for you, waiting for all my life.
1: That's Lose You Tonight by him.
0: That is. Okay, so this is the last one. Obviously, you've already knocked it out of the park, but let's finish this one strong. Oh, it's heartache every moment from the start till the end.
1: It's heartache every moment. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a real easy one right there. I
0: did. I did. I, I threw that one as a last one just in case. Like if you were oh. really struggling and I'm like, okay, we've got to give him something to kind of finish this off. So, but you
1: Well, you, That was sweet of you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like you are the new official title holder for the teaser talk game. Disney quote or hymn lyric. So, congratulations. Yes. Okay. So, before we let you go, do you have any last words you'd like to share?
1: It's fucking unreal. Yeah. That's, uh, and basically, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't, uh, for all the fans and everyone's help, you know. I don't know. I'm still blown away, you know, by the fact that all this shit is even happening. Because, yeah. uh, the chances of this happening right now are like 0.0001%. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm fucking grateful big time. I'd like to just say uh thank you to everybody who's been working, with, you know, with me, you know, like John Fryer, Eric LeBros, Adam Cam, Eddie Curran, and mostly I would like to thank Mr. Villaballo for making the best fucking music ever.
0: Amen to that. And the it- him
1: guys, you know.
0: Yeah. For sure. Well, that's so awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to not only address fan questions, but to have a little bit of fun with us and and playing along with our shenanigans that we like to do every now and then.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: So I know you guys have a lot going on for 2020 and we're almost there. It's, you know, August of 2019. So what's the best way for fans to keep connected and watch out for all those updates that you guys are going to be dropping? Uh,
1: best way is probably either Instagram or our Facebook. And our Instagram is at 616, the underscore official. And that goes for our Facebook as well. That's basically the only places we really post on or anything. But just watch the Instagram. Facebook is Facebook. It gives a shit.
0: <laughs> you get lost in the algorithm. <laughs>
1: ah, I don't know. Facebook just, it's all negative shit. It's terrible.
0: It is. It's It's the modern-day news outlet. It's sad. It's a sad time. Yeah. Well, awesome, Matthew. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time.
1: Yes, uh, to you as well. And thank you for having me on your show.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Teaser Talk. We look forward to seeing you next Teaser Talk Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at Teaser Talk. This way, we can keep up with you guys until the next episode.